Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So let's get right into it. Hey guys, Rod here at A Better Way to Farm, where we help farmers increase yield and make more money. Today's episode, we're going to talk about do you know the profitable farming formula yet? Because there is one. If you're listening and you'd like to write it down, pull out a three by five card on the palm of your hand and write it down. This is it. What are we looking at? We're looking at ST plus NPK plus MN times 4R plus WEX plus AMP divided by weather. Now, we're going to break these down and talk about what each one means. ST is soil testing. You know NPK. MN would be micronutrients. The four R's have gotten a lot of publicity. They're talked about a lot, very rarely implemented correctly. Wex and AMP will discuss, and we divide all of it by weather because we want to make sure that weather is your big divider, that the only limiting factor that you have is that. So let's start out with the soil testing. I just got off the phone with another guy today who was wanting to do soil testing and to make sure that he was getting it done correctly. And it's important, everything that we do, from how we pull them, to how we ship them, to who does them, to the analytical work that is done. You've heard me talk over and over about the number of growers who I talk to. And they say, look, I have a soil test right here. And I look at it. And what it says, it says 150 pounds of 18460. And 200 pounds of 0060. Boys and girls, that's not a soil test. That's a loadout sheet. And if that's what you're getting for a soil test, should be sorely disappointed in what's happening. What are we looking at on a soil test? First of all, we want to pull that test correctly. And we want to make sure we're very accurate how depth on the depth that we're going. If we're going to go six inches because we're no-till, then we want to be six inches everywhere. We want to mark on that probe. We want to make sure we're getting it right. If we're going eight inches because we're more of a conventional till, that's fine, but we've got to go the uniform depth. Some guys want to do a foot and see what they have in that top foot of the soil. That's fine. Just be consistent in the depth that you pull. The mix is very important as we pull those cores and we mix them together to get an average on that field. we got to make sure that we're pulling them correctly, that we're mixing them well. We want to make sure we're using a clean plastic bucket. We're using a new dowel rod to stir it. We want to stay away from the gate where grandpa always kicked on the manure spreader or where they threw that dry cart in and a big chunk flew out all at once. We would like to stay, you know, if we've got that gravel road running down the east side of our property, probably I want to stay 100 feet or more off of that gravel road because we're going to get some fake calcium readings. That's pretty common. So we want to pull the soil test correctly. Then what do we do with it? Well, we have to decide, are we going to do the cheap test? Are we going to run one for eight bucks or nine bucks? And we're going to look at just NPK. That's a choice. It's not part of the formula for profitable farming. If we want to follow the formula, then we're going to run the test through Midwest Labs. It's 22 bucks. We're going to take a look at everything in the way of secondary nutrients, micronutrients, NPK, calcium, pH, CEC, organic matter. We have to look at all of those things because those are what's going to be important. What's that soil test going to show us? It's going to show us where's our pH and what do we need to do about that. It's going to show us how does our potassium relate to our magnesium in a ratio, and if it's off in one way or the other, what is it that we can do about it? How, what's the ratio between our P1 and our P2? 
because we want to make sure that we know what that is because that tells us some things that we are doing correctly or that we are doing incorrectly. So we want to make sure we get that full, complete test. Now, when you test with us, you get two sets of recommendations. You get a recommendation that says, I'm never going to buy anything from your rod. I'm just going to use a dry broadcast program. And that's cool because we do not hold you hostage. You can do that. And you've got a great set of recommendations. Page two is going to give you a set of recommendations to use our system. And it's very, very, very finite. In other words, we're going to talk about how much starter fertilizer to put in. How much additional NPK do you need on top of that? We're going to talk about what micronutrients do you need, and we're going to make recommendations for those down to ounces per acre. It's very, very precise. We talk about precision farming all the time, but when it comes time to implement true precision in measuring nutrients that we need by the ounce, some of us have not been very good at working with that. So we take the soil test and we add to it the NPK. So how are we going to apply that NPK? If you follow us on Facebook, I posted a picture and I didn't say one word. I didn't say anything about my give or take on it. I just posted a picture with a 70 degree temperature on my truck thermometer and a guy applying NH3. And I said, what's wrong with this picture? And it's amazing to me the number of people who they, and and there was some merit in what is the soil temperature? Well, to answer your question, our soil temperature is still in the mid fifties and three days afterwards, we're still getting into the seventies of a day and only dropping into about the 50s at night. So if you believe that temperature is the great fixer, then that's fine. One guy wrote, there's absolutely no loss once the soil temperature gets below 50 degrees. False, not true, ding, 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 we have a loser because you can document well within the industry, NH3 does not stop loss at 50 degrees soil temperature, it just reduces it. One of the guys who was going the other direction was like, well, how much loss do you think you'll have between now and June. And one of the guys was trying to say, well, you only need 10% of your nitrogen after tasseling. I don't think that's true either. Might want to do a little research on it. Might have been true 50 years ago with some of the hybrids, but today they need a lot of in late. Guys, it's unrealistic to think that we can put out any form of nitrogen in late October, early November, and that is not going to suffer some loss. We're going to suffer loss. And the question is, how much? And then what are we going to do about it? So we want to make sure that we're addressing that in in a way that we're comfortable with. And we need to be looking at the data, not at our gut feeling, saying what's realistic here? What does the industry say? At what point in time does this form of nitrogen cause damage to the soil bacteria? We want to look at that. Then we want to look at the phosphorus. How are we going to apply that? Are we going to do it in a band? I just recently did a, a live on the Facebook page and talked about how it is that the industry... The dry fertilizer handbook put out by the industry talks about the fact that it is always more efficient to band than it is to broadcast. What happens? They will say two by two is about three times more efficient than broadcasting. They will say that in the trench is about five times more efficient than broadcasting. We've got to make sure that we find the right phosphorus source because we can't just put anything in the trench. We want the five times efficiency but we want to make sure we're using a product that we can safely do that with that will actually increase our stand, not decrease it. Let's talk about potassium. I invite you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on a platform already, go back. Listen to the two episodes with Dr. Mulvaney from Illinois. University of Illinois, Dr. Richard Mulvaney talks about 
facts, not theories, not stuff that he feels, stuff that he has studied and has quantitative data on in regards to how to best apply potassium. And I'm going to just leave that there and tell you, go find it, go listen to it. So we got soil test plus NPK plus MN. What's the MN? Micronutrients. Because when we look at that soil test, it doesn't, our soil test doesn't just give us NPK. It looks at zinc, calcium, magnesium, copper, manganese, iron, boron, sulfur. All of these things are important. I had a guy call me today and he talked about the fact that he had a problem with his 28 and his ammonium thiol. The guys that mixed it up didn't get it mixed correctly and it kind of screwed up and didn't get on very consistent. So what he did was he reapplied some dry ammonium sulfate and he got the best corn yield he's ever had by a boatload. And I said, so what do you think you learned? And he said, well, I think I learned that your Amplify product works great. And I said, it does, but that doesn't have anything to do with this. The fact is, what it told me was, more than likely, he's very sulfur deficient. And a lot of us are not getting enough sulfur on. So we're going to look at those micronutrients and those secondary nutrients because most of the time, those are our limiting factor. Guys, if we could grow 400 bushel corn consistently just using NPK, we would already be doing it. The fact of the matter is there are other limiting factors, and our goal here at A Better Way to Farm is to remove every limiting factor that you have. That's how we're going to get into the divisor divided by weather. We want the weather to be your only limiting factor, and I'm going to talk about some things that we can do to even make it so the weather doesn't divide it as bad. Talk about weatherproofing your crop. So now what have we done? We've added together in parentheses a soil test plus NPK plus micronutrients in another bracket, times the four R. Guys, the industry has beat this thing to death. Right product, right place, right time, right rate. That's all true. But the same people who are preaching that are not practicing that. Because if we're going to be the most efficient that we can be, I don't think fall applied nitrogen is probably it. I don't think anyone can argue that. You can argue that you're going to do it anyway. You can argue that lots of people do it. You can argue that you're growing decent corn without it. I'm not going to discuss any of that because those are all true. But if we're going to do the right time, the right product, the right place, I don't think that fall is the right time to do that. And I think with a little bit of studying, you can quickly prove that. So what are we talking about with the right products? We're talking about a product that can be applied in the seed trench. And what makes it right is it's got to be low salt. It needs to be an orthophosphate. It needs to be a product that's going to hang in there with us. And when that seed germinates, it's going to become available right now. We believe the right product would not be a something, something zero, you know, a 624 a 1034-0, because we believe, based on data from Pioneer, that a corn plant actually takes more potassium in in the first 45 days than it does phosphorus. We know phosphorus is important in a starter. That doesn't change the fact that we need K also. We need that potassium. So the right product, it's going to be looking at something that we can go in the seed trench with that has both P and K. Also, we're going to look at the right rate. And you need to be talking to the people that you're dealing with and say, okay, what can I do in the seed trench? And then ask them this question. At what rate do I start getting a decrease in stand? If they pause, if they hesitate, if they say, uh, I don't know, then you need to walk away. A lot of the studies that we have done, the effort that we have put in is to bring you those breakpoints. 
We want to know beyond the shadow of a doubt, not only what works, but what is the circumstance in which it doesn't work. If you're in 30 inch rows, we know that on just a straight row tube, dumping more than seven gallon into the trench is high risk, very, very high risk. And we know that your yield can actually go backwards there. We want to know what are the combinations, what micronutrients are really, really critical based on certain phosphorus levels. We know those too. So the right product is going to involve the right NPK, the right starter fertilizer, and the right micronutrients with it that are in a form that are chelated, protected, so they don't tie up in the soil. As we start looking at these four R's, they are really important. And we do multiply our efforts when we do them correctly. Now, the next thing I said was plus WEX and plus AMP. What does that mean? If you're new to us, you have no idea what WEX is. WEX is a surfactant that we have that has been proven in thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of tests to increase root mass. On a corn plant, it will increase that root mass by more than two ounces per acre in dry root weight. So if we plant 30,000 plants per acre, we get 60,000 ounces of dry roots. That's additional organic matter. That has value in of itself. It also will make your pre-emerge chemicals work better. They'll stick to the soil colloid better. They will be less likely to flash off. And all in all, you're going to just love that product. And so it's an addition to the yield that you already have. Another one that we have is our product that's a seed germination aid, another product that is addition, another product that drives roots, another product that gives energy to that baby seed and gets him a sack lunch so he can get up out of the ground and start grabbing some sunlight and he can get on his way to being a big, healthy plant like we want. And what do we divide it by? We divide it all by weather because ultimately, if we've done everything else correctly, the weather is our limiting factor. I can't change what the weather's going to be, and I can't change it. It is going to limit us. What we can do, if we do all these other things correctly, we can decrease how bad we get hurt in dry conditions. If you'd be interested, you can feel free to give us a call at 641-919-1206, and I can put you on the phone with some guys who were incredibly dry this year in Minnesota, and in spite of that, still raise their best yields ever. Why? because they weatherproofed their crop. They made themselves much more tolerant. I have a good friend in downstate Illinois, and Jim talked about the fact that by using our products, he weatherproofed his crop. It was very hot. It was very dry. He said at 8.30 in the morning, the neighbor's corn was rolled up and looked like a dull pineapple. He said, and mine did too, about 2.30 or 3 in the afternoon. But I had six hours there where I wasn't hurting near as bad as them. And that has benefited them tremendously in yield by comparison to all of their neighbors. So if you're interested in being able to weatherproof that crop, we can help with that. Guys, Karen came up with this formula. I appreciate her very, very much. And again, if you're interested, it's ST plus NPK plus MN times 4R plus WEX plus AMP divided by weather. If you'd like some further information on this, feel free to give us a call, 641-919-1206. Or feel free to send us a text, or if you feel so inclined, you can send us a message on the Facebook page. If you're not following us there, please do go to Facebook and then type in A Better Way to Farm. I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I want to invite you, go to the website and calculate your farm profitability score. That's always fun to do, and I think if there was ever a year to, to study that just a little bit more, this might be it. Guys, I just want to encourage you that if you find value in what we do, share this with a friend. 
We would really appreciate it. If you like what we're doing, give us a rating. Go to your platform and give us a rating. That would mean a lot to us also. With all of that, I appreciate you tuning in, and I really hope you guys are having a better day. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.